Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello, welcome to another week of Practically Christian Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to download or stream this podcast. It is with your support that we can do what we do. And for more information, um, check us out over on Scent Church on Facebook or Scent Church Volusia if you're looking for a church plant to be a part of and you live around here. We are always looking for new people. You can find either one of those on Facebook. And for more information, head over to scent.church. Um, you know, this is this podcast is, is something we really we love to do, and it was something that you know, it took a while and to get off the ground and to understand what the whole purpose was behind it. But I know, and it just dawned on me. Let me go ahead and address the elephant in the room. You only hear one voice, don't you? Now, me, I hear I hear a couple of different voices, but that's just because my kids are playing in the background. I am actually doing this podcast solo today, and it, I, I got to be honest, it's strange. Like, it's really weird. Um because I'm not used to that quietness. I'm not used to having time and my own thoughts. And and that's not always a good thing. Um, but it just, it's been so quiet. Debbie's been out of town. So it's just been me and the kids. And, and I've had a lot of time over the past week to, you know, just sit and think. And, and that has never a good thing when you have an overactive imagination. So like this week has been a, a huge reminder of why God made man and went, it is not good for him to be alone and I will make him a helper fit for him because it's not good for man to be alone. No, I'm just playing. I mean, we all ate this week, which is a good thing, I guess. Um, in fact, I even went grocery shopping by myself and stayed under budget, which is a huge thing because that doesn't normally happen. But one of the things I've been thinking about all week were some of these lines we hear in church. Like, you know, when when someone asks you, hey, how are you doing? You're like, oh, blessed and highly favored. You know, and we have these cool, like, I don't know, comeback lines, I guess you could say, um, for church. Like, these automatic responses like you know when you email someone you get the auto out of office response like you know you spent all this time putting together this great email you hit send and then like you get a response immediately and you're so shocked because normally it takes these people like four and five days to get back to you um but then you open up the the email they gave you and it's like oh out of office auto response you know hey i'm so and so and you know, I went away for a couple of days. If you need immediate assistance, please email this person. If not, I'll get back to you when I get back from vacation. Like those are the kind of responses a lot of times we hear in church. And so I was thinking about just like all these different things I remember hearing growing up. And and I kind of want to, you know, do a, a separate series on these things. And, and I really haven't even titled it yet. So if you have a good title to what this series should be, hit me up on Facebook um, message me, let me know what you think the title of this series should be. Um, and after you listen to this, like you'll have a better idea of where we're going with it. So 
I was sitting there and I was thinking, and like, I don't know if anyone else out there has ever heard, but I have heard the saying many times, God will never make a mountain that you can't climb. And normally this is said in the context of someone is like going through something in their life and they're having a hard time with it. And, you know, I get it. The heart usually behind it is, you know, encouraging is, you know, hey, you know, you can do this and keep going and keep moving forward. And like the saying to me is vastly unscriptural. And I don't see that anywhere in scripture that, that God will, you know, only allow things to happen. First of all, I mean, there's so much that goes into this. Like, is God causing this to happen in your life or, you know, whatever the situation is, or, you know, is God allowing it to happen in your life? Um, you know, and, and how you view that and, you know, did God give you this mountain or, you know, did you, like, there's just so much that goes around into this. But the biggest thing to take away from is, yeah, absolutely. You're going to find stuff in this life that, that you aren't meant to deal with on your own. And, and there, the, there's huge implications in that. Um, you know, for starters, look at 2 Corinthians 12. I mean, Paul's talking about this guy he knows who went to the third level of heaven. You know, we can't even talk about it because it was so awesome. And then he goes, God gave you know him a thorn in the side. And he pleaded with God three times, and, and God would not remove it um, because he knew that if Paul didn't have this thorn in his side— and, and we don't even know what this thorn is. We don't know if it was a, a sin, if it was a physical ailment— we don't know. We do know that God gave it to him because he, you know, Paul even admits, hey, I would have been arrogant and gawky if God wouldn't have gave this to me. And, and I mean, how many of us find ourselves in that position? How many of us, you know, look at it and go, you know, thank you, God, for humbling me? No one. No one looks at it like that. Because really, in all honesty, do any of us want to be humble? No. I mean, it goes all the way back to the original sin, you know. Adam and Eve are in this garden and they have all these trees that they can eat from except for one tree. Now, to me, that would be a no-brainer. Hey, I have all these other trees to eat from but that one. But let me not put myself up on a pedestal because really, in all honesty, I I think eventually I would have been like, you know what, let's just taste the, the tree. Just like Adam and Eve did. And really, if we're all honest, just like any of us would have. However, the whole point behind it is Eve sees this tree and, and, you know, she gets to talking with the devil and the devil goes, hey, you will be like God if you eat this. And that's really when Eve clicks and goes, well, it looks good. I'm hungry and I can be like God. Like this fruit is going to just do everything for me. And that's really all of our attitudes, isn't it? We don't want to be humbled. We don't want someone to tell us we're wrong. Like no one, no one stands up and goes, you know what? I wish someone could tell me that I'm wrong about this. Now, there are times, you know, in arguments where I, I, I don't know about all y'all, but I definitely go, you know, I want you to prove me wrong on this because I want to be wrong on this. Um, because if I'm not wrong, I know what the truth is and, and that's not good. Like, you know. If someone's telling me about sin in, you know, my life. But 
the point is deep down none of us really want to be wrong none of us want to be humbled and and here's paul talking about you know god gave me this thorn so i could be humbled and he goes on in there and says you know how this thorn makes him weak but then he hits this one more verse and he goes but when i am weak i am strong and and like that verse really stuck out to me and i went what is that? Like, what does that mean? When I am weak, I am strong. I mean, that that's some of that, like, you know, fortune cookie stuff, right? You know, like, the grasshopper can lift the grass. And it's like, what? Like, you're, you're, you're using a paradox. But understand what he means and, and understand that saying in context. You know, God will never give you a mountain that you can't climb. Well, if God didn't give you air in your lungs to begin with, how could you climb that mountain? And what Paul is talking about in that, in 2 Corinthians 12, is that, is going, God gave me weakness so that I could boast in God, not in myself. Because see, when it's all about me and how awesome I am, then the glory isn't going to God. The glory is going to me. And, and that's not... That's not okay. Because really, no matter who you think of, no matter, like, you know, I know this is one podcast you listen to of many. And no matter how big of an audience a podcaster has, it's not about the podcaster. Like, if it terminates on a person, then eventually you're going to be let down. That person's going to do something. They're going to say something. They're going to think something, they're going to post something, they're going to tweet something, and you're going to look at them and go, man, I didn't, I didn't think that was them. Like, like how many, you know, even coming from a world of pastors, how many pastors have fallen in, and as they've fallen, you're looking at them going, man, I looked up to you so much. That's the danger we run into when we put ourselves on that pedestal, though. That's the danger we hit when we go, I have all the answers, that's the danger we hit when we can't be humbled. One of the, the biggest things I, I try to understand in life is I don't have all the answers. I may have a lot of them, and, and I thank God every day for the gifts he's given me, but I don't have all of the answers. And the day I start thinking I do, that's going to be a bad day. Because if we really look at our lives and we really start to see this, then what we see is, you know, something terrible. We see a person that has nowhere, you know, everybody out there knows the saying. There's nowhere left to go but down. And that's what we run into. And that's why Paul is sitting here telling us, yeah, God did this. God allowed this to happen. God didn't take this away from me because that way I would stay humble. That way I could sit here and I could look up to God and I could go, you are where my strength comes from. And he, and he writes about this in other letters. I mean, 1 Corinthians 10, you know, whether I eat or drink, I do all things to glorify God. Uh, Philippians 4.13, you know, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You know, I hate to break it to all the athletes out there, especially because that's the world I came from. Um, that's not what that verse means. It doesn't mean that God's going to allow me, you know, 300 yards of rushing in a game. What it means is whether I'm rich, whether I'm poor, whether I have plenty, whether I don't have enough, whether I 
am abounding or whether I'm in famine, I can do everything. So in that aspect, I, that's where I think most people are getting this. God will never give you a mountain you can't climb. However, God's the one doing the climbing. He's just pulling you up with him. So, yeah, there, there's mountains in your lives that, like, I get where that saying comes from. But what it's saying is God is pulling you up, not you're doing the climbing by yourself. Because when we start looking at it, when we get to the top of that mountain and we're looking down, if our first thought is, look how awesome I did and look what I made it through, brothers and sisters, like, we've already ate of that fruit then. We've put ourselves equal with God at that point, and we're looking down going, I can do all things. And we forget the back half of that verse, through Christ who gives me strength. Because when it depends on us, when it depends on our abilities to do things, to think things through, man, we are at a loss. I mean, look at the Romans 3. I mean, just go back and read Romans 3. Go back and read Romans 1. I mean, you can see in the first half of Romans that we're sinners and we're sinners by nature and we love to sin and let's be honest sin feels good it's it's not like i hate the cartoon devil that we see in um all the cartoons i guess um that was kind of stupid but you know and they make the devil look like this ugly person like if that was the case like if you were that junkie and you were looking down the alley and you saw what your future was going to hold who would be the junkie But when you're at that party and your friends are like, hey, try this or drink that, you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about the moment and how good it's going to feel in that moment. And that's what we do. And that's why we make such terrible gods, because we can't, we don't have that foresight. But I know some of that sounded like rambling and and to a certain extent, maybe it was. However, when we look at the mountain and we go, I climbed that. Like, I got the t-shirt, I've been to the top. All we're setting ourselves up for is a long fall down the other side. So yes, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And what that means is through Christ, not on my own. So this week I challenge you, and I know this was a short podcast and... Truth be told, it's uncomfortable in the studio right now by myself, and it's so silent in here. It's kind of eerie, like a horror movie. But through this week, look at your life and go, what areas am I failing in? What areas am I falling short? What areas am I saying I'm climbing the mountain by myself? And you know what? Understand that that God's got you and God's walking you up there. Be encouraged in that because he is. But on the downside, just, just realize when you get to the top, you didn't make it there by yourself. That God was with you the whole time. So until next week, when I will have guests back in the studio, I love you. I hope that you guys have a great week. Again, hit us up on Facebook. Um, send that church. You can always text me, um, email, whatever you need to do. Um, I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing you know, what topics you want to discuss and, and, uh, have a great week. Love you. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. 
Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.